Welcome to the Arise Worship Podcast. I'm your host, Judah Rodriguez, and with me is my co-host, Dr. J. And we'll be talking about the reset vision of Arise Church we have for 2021. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Arise Worship Podcast. We just started out the new year today. Currently, is January 2nd, and this past week, we received our vision for Arise Church which is the reset. And dad, would you like to talk a little bit about what that vision entails for the church? Yes. Well, welcome back everyone and and happy new year. We we took a a, a week off from the podcast and we're back. Excited to be back. This year I really believe is the year to reset. <clears throat> Last year we started the year off with it's going to be the year of double, but obviously, as we declare such a such an incredible word, the double, you know, to regain and reclaim all of our double. I told the church, you know, it's the year to begin to reclaim everything the enemy took from you in the past twenty years. And right as we did that, the COVID hit. And it really damaged a lot of things, a lot of people. It was a world pandemic that we have been experiencing. As a matter of fact, we're still in the midst of that. However, we have learned a lot more about this pandemic than we did before. And I really believe that we are on the up end of it. I know there's a lot of people that say, well, you know, it's still really bad and I don't believe that. I really don't. I believe that we have conquered it. I believe that we have moved ahead of it. It's been around for about a year and we have been doing well. There's a lot of a lot of other things, you know, if we can give you stats about all of these other ways that people get killed. Now, that's not to minimize people losing the battle or anything, but we really believe that God is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the author of life. When we were born, we were giving a start date and an end date. And I truly believe that COVID, cancer, all these other viruses, sicknesses, diseases, none of them can expedite the date that God set for us. So on whatever day God says, this is your last day, that's going to be our last day. So as we started to reclaim double for last year, the COVID hit and it really, you know, affected a lot of people's faith. People's faith were weakened. And I believe that I heard from the Lord this year that this is the year to reset. So get your finger ready and press the reset button. Yes, and what that entails for myself, being a worship leader at Arise Church, we have our team resetting pretty much everything and taking in ideas we've kind of thrown around in the past, but putting them into play this year. And we have a, a lot to get done, a lot to set as our foundation for years to come, so we decided to put that all into play this year and... So far, everyone's taken it really well, waiting on a couple others that weren't able to 
kind of respond, I guess, to what we're doing today. Everyone's been kind of busy. So we're all ready for what's ahead and looking forward to the goals we have set for ourselves and for the church. Yes. You know, the, the Bible says that where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained or the people perish or the people run wild. Different translations have a different word there, but regardless is that when there's no vision, people don't have a purpose. They don't have purpose to live. They don't have purpose to act a certain way, do a certain things. So without a vision, people are unrestrained. They do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And it, it shows a lot. We're called to live a life that's Christ-like, not to conform to the patterns of this world. And in doing so, it reflects in the way we live. It impacts people's lives, whether we know it or not. They they can see it kind of glowing off us. They They see that something about us is different in a good way. And that's something for myself that I tried to reset as well with the vision that I would live more out loud faith that other people would see it and be drawn to God and see all he's done for me and how much more he could do for others. Yes. Amen. And, you know, it's not only to have a vision, but be able to record it. Uh, The Bible says to write the vision and make it plain. Or in the New American Standard Version, the Bible says, record the vision and inscribe it on tablets that the ones who read it may run. Other translation says that those that read it may run with it. So, you know, uh, again, it's clear that when we have a vision and people see it, they have a purpose, they have direction, they have guidance, they have a way to commit and something to commit to. And without it, we really don't know what we're doing. So that's what we, one of the things that we wanted to do at, at our church is to end the year, the last Sunday of 2020, I gave everybody a reset 2021 a vision statement of the things that we want to accomplish, the things that we are about. And what, what's our, our mission? Our mission statement at Arise Church is to adore the triune God by faithfully attending, attending weekly worship, assimilate believers to the body of Christ through the, our tribes, arm believers for the work of ministry, and awake nations through evangelism and church planting. Yes. So that's what we're about. You know, we it's our 4A strategy or 4A mission. We want to adore, assimilate, arm, and awake. And having that we added our strategy our and i call it the acts strategy like an action like the book of acts it's acts strategy and with that we add to the kingdom there's something that i wanted everyone to to do add to the kingdom bring one person invite people a witness to people you know that in a way that we can add them to the kingdom and then conform to the kingdom the C in Acts to conform to the kingdom. Not only do we want to add them to the kingdom, but we want to teach them the way of the kingdom, how to live a Christian life. By the way, here's a shameless plug. I do have my book out, Authentic Faith. <laughs> you can get that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, on our church website. 
you can order it directly from me as well. But one of the things is be able to read the Bible. If we're going to conform to the kingdom, people have to read the Bible, read about what it is to be a Christian, and not just call yourself one, but really live it out. So we we add to the kingdom, and then we conform to the kingdom. We also train in the kingdom, which means to have our Bible studies, whether it's alone or with others. And it's something I started doing a little while ago. As far as reading from my actual Bible, I, I finished a devotional of mine on the 31st. But in doing so, I, I was still doing my own version of a Bible study, not led by some book. I, I decided to take it on my own and see how I come up with all these things. And then we also send for the kingdom, which is to build up others in our church, which starts with our home groups that we're hoping to start, where we can meet together, have Bible studies, and really build each other up with the word. And then serving in our ministry, we would like all our members to have some part to play in the church, whether big or small, they're all the same, doing the same thing, contributing to the vision of Arise Church and overall building the global church. So that's what we do here. Yes, and that's our strategy, our X strategy. We want to add, we want to conform, we want to train, and we want to send. <clears throat> and and that's what we want to accomplish. And well, that's our vision, our long-standing vision. That's what we are about. However, in 2021, we set a few a few standards, a few goals yes. that we need to meet. And and I'm really pushing our worship team in this one. So Yes, he has tasked us with writing songs for a worship album to hopefully be released in September. That's That's the date. And we do have a lot of time. We have deadlines and stuff to meet for having songs written, making sure everything theologically is correct. But as of right now, we really only have one song, so we still got a, a ways to go. But we're ready to take on the challenge, and I'm excited. I get some more practice recording and producing the album with one of our other members of the team. And it's cool to get all that behind-the-scenes experience. It's something I wanted to do for a while. Yes, and that's... You know, so be looking out for it, it for the album. You know, we're, we set September as the launch date, but, you know, God can do anything. Yes. You know, that can happen any, you know, it can happen in a week. It can happen in a month. Uh, who knows, you know, what God is able to do. But we must uh, give ourselves a goal, something to reach for in 2021. You know, every every new year, people begin the year with, aspirations, high aspirations, high goals. Uh, they call them New Year's resolutions, where people really say, well, you know, this year I'm going to be better in my diet. I'm going to be better exercising. I'm going to be better losing weight, whatever it may be. Saving money, reading the Bible, going to church, more family time, less family time, I don't know. You know, how, however it is, people always want to do better as we end the year and we enter into a new one. So uh, that's part of what we do at Arise Church is we challenge 
our church people. We challenge our partners. We challenge our teams uh, to set bigger goals. And that's part of the reason why we set this one for the worship team. Yeah. And it's, it's something to look forward to. It's something I've always wanted to do for a few years now. And now seems like the right time to do it. And that's what we're going to be running with, with our team and even building up the team, setting the foundation for uh, our future members, hopefully. And it's, even in my own life, it's a, a bit of a challenge. I I study the Bible more than I've ever done in my life, and I'm better for it. I, I start to realize now that I just kind of hunger for it more and more every day. I'm not satisfied too much with the worldly things in a, in a sense, and it, it really shows that my priorities are starting to line up the right way, at least for me. But yeah, that that's our shameless plug that we're working on an album. And the book also is really good. P.S. Yes, uh, you read it? Yes, I read it. I don't know. I, I read it a couple of weeks ago. I enjoyed the book. I like it. It's a good first book, Dad. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I am working on two others. I, I, I want to have two books done this this year. One of them is the second part to authentic faith, and that is real transformation. And the next one, or the one that I'm working currently on, is from GED to PhD, a little bit of my, my journey, my life journey on how I got here. So be looking out for those as well. You know, the, the, every time we end the new year, we, I'm always reminded of my great-grandpa. When I was when I was a little boy, maybe I don't know, anywhere from three to five years old, I can't remember exactly. My great grandpa used to, you know, sit with me, and he would come over at the end of the year, and he would tell me, he goes, "This year is a lot like me, you know. There, there's really not much you can do. You can't change too much. You, you, you know, everything's been done already. So it's old. It's about to die. There's nothing you can do about it." He goes, but the new year, the one that's coming, it's like you. He would point to me and he would tell me, you know, in this new year, you, there's is filled with potential, with possibilities. There's so much that you can do. And that always stays with me. You know, every year at the end of the year, I always think of my great grandpa telling me that. And I realize that there is, there's so much potential. There's so much that we can do. Given our experience, unlike my great grandpa, who, you know, was getting older at the time, you know, he was a year older than the century, the night of the 20th century. He was a year older than that. And he eventually he died. But in his older age, he couldn't renew himself as far as, you know, having the new energy and the such. The difference with him and with us nowadays is that we have the experience of tragedy. We have the experience of difficulties, challenges, maybe whatever we faced in 2020, whatever we faced the years before that. And we've come to realize that we overcome and we finished. We finished the year. And now we can be hopeful and look forward 
with great anticipation. Yes. I, for me, I'm hoping to finish the Bible again because I've only just finished it for the first time ever in my life. And I'm reading it in a different version as part of our uh, reading plan for the church. So I'm, I'm hoping that through that I get to experience these books in a different way. I know I will, but I hope it's more obvious than it was the first time reading through and hopefully applying it in some ways the same and different in my life, making sure that I am living the right way. I'm uh, hopeful that even reading this, I would be able to write some more songs. Maybe it'll spark an idea or something or give me just a word of encouragement I need for that day, the week, the month. It's it's all built up in anticipation of what's to come. Yes, and, and we encourage all of you to, you know, take up the task, read, read the Bible. <clears throat> I was saying to church, you know, we we have this faithfulness, I guess, to our bodies. We we eat every day. We cook for ourselves, or we go through a drive-through, but we, all with the purpose of feeding ourselves, feeding ourselves so that our body can continue to move forward. In the same way, we need to feed our spirits. <clears throat> Excuse me. We need to feed our spirits every day. We need to feed our spirits daily. And the way that we do it is through the Word of God. I believe that a Christian should read the Bible once for every year that they have been serving God. That doesn't often happen. I know I haven't read it, you know, 23 years, 23 times, but I have read it a few, <laughs> a few times. So this year we decided let's get, re let's reset and let's get back to basics. Let's get back to doing what we're called to do. So this year I'm reading a different translation as well to complete the Bible in a year or less. That's our, our goal. That's our challenge to our church, but we also want to make that challenge to you, our listeners. Yes, it's uh, it's very important and vital to our walk with God. We have to pray, meditate on it day and night, making sure it's a part of our daily diet, as my dad has said before to our church members, but to you guys listening, we would hope that you would take up the challenge or the task of a really simple task, a really basic for what we believe, just to read the Bible Every day, it, it doesn't take long. The chapters aren't too long. It goes by in the blink of an eye. And it's uh, it's really, really cool how you can see these things kind of line up with your life the more you pray and meditate on it. Yes. You know that if you read three chapters a day, every day of the year, you will read the Bible in a year. Just three chapters, which uh, doesn't seem like a lot. And as you start reading it, you realize it is not a lot. So, you know, take up the challenge. Join us at Rice Church uh, in reading the Bible. Now, uh, how does that, <clears throat> Judah, how does that reading the Bible impact or affect or effect your, your worship? It, it has a big impact on my worship. I, the more I read, the more I learn how others worshiped. And it kind of influences me in a way, just how they completely surrender everything to God as an act of worship or even with their songs. 
like many of the Psalms, just times where David was in like a completely broken down place point of his life and he still worshiped. So that is kind of a challenge to me is like, even though I may not have it as bad or sometimes I will have really bad days, I can still worship no matter the situation. And it shows more on, uh, on stage at church and in my private worship time here at home. Yes. And, and you know, the Bible is filled with so many life stories and so many different um, situations. It, it's so exciting as you read it. But, you know, as you read it, also understand that there these are real people that went through real things and experienced real challenges. Mm-hmm. And the book of Psalms, you know, has quite a few writers, one of them being King David. And he often write, writes from a broken perspective or broken situation. He was abandoned. He was the kid that nobody wanted. You know, the, the king didn't want him. His brothers uh, didn't like him. You know, it just, it, it seems like even his dad didn't think too high of him either. But in, in spite of all of that, you know, he had a real relationship with God. But he's not the only one that struggled. I mean, there, if you go down the list, all these Bible characters that we've heard about had issues, had struggles, real life struggles, and somehow they overcame. And that's that's really a, a word of encouragement. Even the Apostle Paul, some of his letters were written while he was in prison, awaiting death, awaiting some sort of punishment. You know, so it has been done before. People have been able to overcome. And if they have been able to overcome, I I am certain that you can overcome as well. Yes, it it may seem like a long road ahead, but it the outcome is worth the wait. Anything God has for you is worth the wait. And the more we start to realize that and read the Bible and focus on what what's in front of us, what he has for us to do, whether it is serving in church or not, it could be at a job or something. Whatever it is you're doing right now, there's always a way to worship in that moment and see it through to the end because the end is might be closer than you think for that season of your life. And the outcome of it is far more rewarding than the actual going through. Yes. You know, the every season has its start and its end. Whatever season you may be experiencing right now, I encourage you to learn. Find out what do you need to learn in this season. If it's a season of brokenness, what do you need to learn? If it's a season of victory, what do you need to learn? You know, because the more we learn, the better we become. The There's a scripture that I, that I like. There's a lot of them, but, you know, right now it it seems relevant to what we're talking about is it's in Philippians, the Bible says, whatever is true, you know, it, kind of changing our thinking. So we need to think about whatever's true, whatever's lovely, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is noble. You know, we, we need to think about the good stuff. Too often, 
we're just thinking about what is wrong, what is wrong with the world, what is wrong with a person, what is wrong uh, with our house, what is wrong with our job, what is wrong with our vehicle, what is wrong with our life. And, you know, and the more you think of those things, the the more real they become and it seems that the problems are magnified when that happens. Yeah. And for me, I'm only 20, as I've mentioned before. So I haven't gone through too many of these difficult times, but I have been through a couple and it, it kind of just consumed every thought that I had. And it really brought me down. It made it made it really difficult to just want to do anything. I was so unmotivated. And when I finally just let go and let God do what he needs to do, when I learned and I'm still currently learning how to trust God more and more every day, that sense of peace just kind of came over me. And it's different. It's not something maybe we're used to. I wasn't used to it for a little while, but I'm starting to get used to it. And it's a, it's a really cool feeling. I think so. It's, I've told the church before, everything starts with an idea or with a thought, you know, we, and that idea, that thought can really consume your life. If it's a bad one, it'll consume your life and it can bring destruction and it can bring depression. It can bring a lot of sorts of problems, even health problems. If it's good ones, it can really inspire you. It can bring hope, you know, so as we begin this new year, 2021, why not start changing the way you think? You know, I've often told people that fear and faith take the same amount of effort because neither one uh, is placed on something that has happened. It's placed on something that could happen. So if we're afraid to try something because we may be rejected, it hasn't happened. If we have faith that we won't be rejected, it has not happened. So it takes the same amount of energy and effort to have faith and to have fear. The difference being in what what our thoughts are in, what we're thinking about. Yes, and one of my favorite Bible verses is 2 Corinthians 5.17, which says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And that is a pretty big testament to my life. I had learning to leave things behind because God made us new through Christ. And doing that, sometimes we get hung up on the past and are afraid to let it go and try something new. I've been that way for a long time. And I know others may feel the same or experience some of the same things in certain aspects. And it's just learning to let go taking that step of faith forward in the right direction. Yes. So, you know, the this week, I, I want to challenge you to put your mind on something that is lovely, something that is pure, something that is praiseworthy, is something that is noble, something that brings you joy. Put your mind on that and think about that one thing. And when things are tough, keep thinking about that one thing. And, you know, I'm not saying that 
You have to ignore what's in front of you, the challenges that are in front of you. But you should think about where you want to go, what you want to accomplish, whatever is true, whatever is lovely. You know, think about those things. So, you know, if if television, the news are really affecting the way you think or affecting the way you think and the way you live and, you know, how you're feeling and the fear if it's feeding your fear and negativity and all that, then, well, then turn it off. Don't watch the news anymore. I'll tell you, I haven't watched news in goodness, maybe since the summer. You know, it, once they started, you know, just reporting day after day, night after night, every minute of every hour, all they were talking about is what is wrong with this world and the COVID and all that. I just, I got tired emotionally. I got tired, you know, so there's Denzel Washington said, if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. And if you watch the news, you're misinformed. <laughs> so it's kind of like a catch 22, you know, it, uh, so, you know, put your mind on better things. If the news are causing you to be really negative, then turn it off and think about what is good. Yeah. And uh, take it. One day at a time. Don't try to rush anything that doesn't need to be rushed. One of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. And that's something we all struggle with. And it would help if we were all a little more patient, taking everything a step at a time, a day at a time, not trying to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. We have today's problems, yesterday's yesterday, tomorrow is something new. But we got to focus on what's right in front of us. So we we need to learn to take things one step at a time. Yes. the I was reading this book, and there's a story of a lady that lives in or lived in New York, New Jersey, one of those northeast uh, states. And one day she said, you know what? I'm going to walk to Florida. And, and she did. She walked months later. When she arrived in Florida, they interviewed her and they said, hey, what did you think? Weren't you afraid? You know, what were you thinking? How, how did you do it? You know, how did you plan to do this? And she said, well, you know, I thought I take one step, then I take another and then another, you know, and by the time you knew it, I was here. So, you know, that that's that's the essence of a journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. So if you want to change your life, take the first step. Don't try to jump to the end because you'll be discouraged. Nobody's ever been able to do that. There are no overnight success. There are just struggles that lead to success. Even what seems to be failure will lead you to success if you put your mind on the right things. What can you learn? So think about what is good. In 2021, change your thinking Stop being so negative and see what God can do with you. Yes, it's it's all a mindset thing. It's something that we all need to grab a hold of and hold close to our hearts just to learn to trust God, to remind ourselves of what is true and make sure we're taking everything a step at a time. Learning from failure is pretty important to me. And it may be for some. It's a it's a great teacher. It shows you that 
something might have not worked out, but that wasn't the only option. So you can try an infinite amount of ideas and until you get to the right one. And that's an approach that we're taking with our songwriting. You know, we have one song right now and we're trying to get to and 10 to 12, hopefully for the album, but it, it takes some time. It starts with an idea. It can be good or bad, but you have to start somewhere. And yeah, we just, we need to learn to do that one, one day, one step at a time. Yes. And any, anything starts with an idea and what you do with it will either make it good or will make it bad. <laughs> you know, if you have a negative attitude about it, then obviously it's going to be a bad idea. If you have a positive attitude about it, then obviously it'll be a good idea. But, you know, it make 2021 count. Make 2021 better than what you've experienced in, the, in 2020 or even in years prior to that. So we, we do appreciate you listening to the Arise Worship Podcast. Judah is our worship leader at Arise Church, and our church meets on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. at 16320 Hebner Road here in San Antonio. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope every Sunday morning for that. So, you know, look for us on there at Facebook at, at Arise 210. You can also look for our website, Arise210, the numbers 210.org, and you can get all our social media links there as well. Yes, and we are currently working on an Arise Worship website for our worship team, and we have our social media account on Instagram right now. It's either Real Arise Worship or Arise Worship, a worship Official. I think you're changing the name, so... It's on Instagram. You'll find it. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, we encourage you to follow us. Send us a message. Send us an email. It is aw at arise210.org. Send us an email. Let us know you're listening. Let us know if you need prayer. We want to pray for you. Any prayer requests we get, what we'll do is uh, we'll try and pray for you on the air right here. So, know that we love you we appreciate your listening to us and we are looking forward to a great 2021 the year of reset yes and we we hope you can all share our podcast as well like and share it review it and we hope that you all have a great start and a great finish to 2021 but remember to take it a day at a time don't try to rush through it we are here for you, we're here with you, and we're interceding for you. Share our podcast, Arise Worship Podcast, with your friends, your family, your neighbors. Let everyone know what we are doing here at Arise Church. And once again, thank you so very much for tuning in, downloading, and subscribing to our podcast. I am Dr. J. Pastor at Arise Church. I'm Judah Rodriguez, and a worship leader at Arise Church. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast, and we hope you can join us next time. Bye-bye.